We're on the road. Where transportation goes, community grows. Welcome to On the Road with the MTA. And welcome to another exciting edition of On the Road with the MTA. I'm Jay Gibbons alongside with Stephanie Kay from the MTA. How's Stephanie? I am doing better because the weather's getting better and better oh every day. My. It's so nice out there now. Oh, I know. It's supposed to be 65 today and like 40 on Friday. That's yeah, <laughs> Well, that's spring for you in Michigan. We're going to see all kinds of allergies and mm-hmm. colds and everything else. Oh, yeah. But the one good thing is we have something right here in our area that you can go into, whether it's nice or cold out. When my grandkids come over, they love to go to the Sloan museum and they've known that oh, yeah. they'll say can we go to sloan oh we love museums isn't it great mm. and there's uh the Cortland center mall right now it's temporary because they're building a huge new facility but they know that in the very back there's a play area and people can go back there for free and play the kids can play for hours well the question is can i pass as a child <laughs> you'll want to there's a train above it's really cool mm-hmm. you're gonna love that's it that's awesome but somebody could answer all the questions about the wonderful things that are coming to this community is a man that i've had a pleasure of knowing for about eight years since he's been here but he has 30 years of experience in managing cultural and museum facilities. He's right now the executive director of Sloan Museum. And he's, before that, he's been, I mean, talk about this resume. Detroit Science Center of Michigan Science Center for the chief, he was the chief operating officer and vice president of science programs. He also managed museum facilities in Memphis, Tennessee, which I'd love to go visit. And Columbia, South Carolina. Those are all pretty nice. Excellent. He's the author and director of numerous planetarium programs that are in worldwide distribution. And he's also the co-discoverer of Hamburg, Ham, Hamburg Michigan um, Meteorite. And cool. He, I know. I know you like this. And he serves on multiple boards, steering committees, such as the Flint and Genesee Literacy Network, U of M Flint Cities Advisory Board. And he's the current president of the Flint Cultural Center Academy Board. And he's also an active member in the number of professional organizations such as the Association of Science and Technology Centers, the International Planetarium Association. He holds a bachelor's degree in astronomy and physics from the University of Michigan, where I graduated from, and did graduate his work in public administration for Wayne State University. Doesn't that sound just like me? Uh, yeah. I mean, so uh, I can say, Todd, that you're just so underqualified. Yes, uh, Todd, Todd, Slisher. No, well, I got thank you, guys. And well, you read that all off. I sound like a pretty busy guy. I, huh? I know. Yeah. And the busiest thing is he is the father to twin boys, 13-year-old twin Ooh, boys. So boy. that keeps you busy, now, doesn't here's it? Here's the hard work. Yeah. That's, that's the hard <laughs> stuff. Keeping up with them. Now, you did share with us. I can't imagine how difficult that was when they were first born, but it's easier now? Oh, yeah, yeah. When, when you have twins, when they're, you know, infants, uh, don't plan on getting much sleep at all. It's worse than just one child. But, uh, you know, once they grow up, they get older, they start to entertain themselves. So, uh, yeah, it's much better now. Well, they were like five years old when you came here to this area, right? Uh, yeah, right around that. I've been here for just about eight years. It'll be eight years uh, this April. Yeah. And before this, I was down in Detroit area. Uh, so I didn't travel all that far, but uh, it's been great the last eight years up in Flint. I've been having a ball. Well, I am, I've been honored to be at your home for a little party that um, Deb Campbell invited me to. And I saw your boys on the lake there. They're having a great time. And I just, I really love seeing your family together because you do care about family and community. And that's why you're in the perfect position to be in charge of uh, Slow Museum and Longway because it's family oriented. I was just telling Jay how my kids, my grandkids love to go to Sloan. They always ask, can we go to Sloan? Yep. And they knew what that word was before they could even pra- practically talk. So, <laughs> and I know it's- Oh, a- I love hearing this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's the whole reason I got into museums in the first place. In fact, uh, 
my undergraduate degrees are in astronomy and physics. And originally, back when I was in college, I thought I was going to go be a researcher. You know, I was going to go work on the Hubble Space Telescope or something like that. Oh, awesome. But uh, then I started working in museums just as a part-time job using some of my astronomy background and loved what I was doing so much with the kids. I love taking kids on tours of the museum, love bringing them into the planetarium and hearing all the oohs and ahs when the stars came on. And mm -hmm. so that led me to uh, switch gears and move into museums. And I've been here ever since. Isn't it so rewarding to see a light go on with a child's mind? Oh, yeah. Like, ooh, that's so cool. I know oh, you it is. That is the best feeling just to see that, you know, the fact that they get it. It's, you know, something that they, it clicks and they understand what you're talking about. And just to see the enthusiasm mm -hmm. that kids have for learning, you know, they're, they're just naturally curious and you get them into stuff and, you know, or hooked on something, they'll just tear into it and you, you know, you'll never know what, uh, what pathways that will take them down. Well, my grandson, my only grandson, Hudson, he is um, seven years old now, but he is the best athlete. He wants to be out there running around. But if I say Sloan, he stops everything. And he went over because you had the last um, exhibit was a like gold mine. They could dig for gold and like the sand. He must have spent a half oh, an yeah. hour in that thing. Just yeah, digging, yeah, digging. We've it. had a lot of good exhibits over there at our temporary location at Cortland Center. Um, we've been there for a couple of years while the main Sloan Museum was under construction and mm -hmm. with this big expansion project. But it's been a nice way to um, keep exhibits out there for the community, bring in new traveling exhibits, have a spot. You know, when we started this whole project, Stephanie, we, what we really didn't want to do is just, you know, shut down Sloan and go dark for two years. Sure. Uh, so Cortland has been a great location that people have been able to come to while the main Sloan Museum has been under construction. Well, I know I've been lucky enough to be on the um, committee for the Night at the Museum fundraisers. And while I'm there, I saw the new facility and it was really, really pretty impressive. I know MTA is a huge supporter. I saw their brick out front. They had their name on there right out front of the sidewalk. And anybody yep. can still Thank buy you. a brick, can't they? Can't anybody else still support this? Yes, they, they still can. In fact, there's, uh, there's two ways to do that. One is, as you mentioned, you can buy a brick that'll be installed in our front walk leading up to the museum. And those run anywhere from, you know, $150 to $400, depending on the size, you know, a small brick all the way up to a paver. But then the other thing we have going on right now is we have a crowdfunding campaign, our patronic patronicity campaign. So if you go to patronicity.com slash Sloan, um, that's where you can give a gift to the new museum and have your name up in the front lobby for a couple of months when we open. And there are other benefits in, in there besides. And we have a special donor right now that's actually going to match every gift one for one up to $20,000. Wow. So really, you can, you can double your impact if you want to make a gift through the uh, patronicity campaign. Now, can you find that through the Slow Museum's website? Will it take you right there? Or do you have to do it? Yes. Okay. You can go to our website, too, and go under um, donations or contribute, and you can find What is the website for Sloan? Oh, it's sloanlongway.org. Pretty easy. I, it's very easy. That makes well, it easy. And now, okay, people hearing this, of course, they want to help out and they see that something's so wonderful with the community, but you're here to tell us what can we expect with this new opening? I know it's exciting, but I want you to share with us what that's going to bring for us. Yeah, it, it's going to be incredible, Stephanie. The um, entire place has been redone and we went from about 58,000 square feet up to 107,000 square feet. Whoa. So about doubling the size of the Sloan Museum and all of the exhibit galleries are new and we've added new ones. So there will be a new early childhood gallery for kids zero to six years old. There's all new history galleries talking about Flint Genesee County history. 
there is a new spot called Discovery Hall, which is a huge hands-on science gallery, kind of akin to what you would find in like a Ann Arbor Hands-On or Michigan Science Center or Impressions 5, something like that. And then, of course, it's not Sloan without the cars, so we have an all-new car gallery, too, which will feature um, a number of our automobiles, as well as some loan vehicles and even a concept car that will rotate through from, uh, from GM. From uh, every year, we'll have a different concept car that they'll have in there talking about not only the past of the automobile, but the future as well. That is so cool. You have something for everyone. I like that water, too. Tell us about that where the kids can get their hands right in that water. That's a cool thing. Oh, yeah. This is this is one of the really exciting exhibits that's going in Discovery Hall. We have a giant water table that is shaped like the Great Lakes. So uh, no one's ever seen a water table before. Uh, picture a pool table that's about 70 feet long <laughs> and water running all the way through it, and you get the kind of idea. This one's shaped like the Great Lakes, so we have water running from Lake Michigan and Superior in a, into Huron and down into uh, Erie and Ontario and out to the Atlantic Seaway there. But uh, throughout this whole table, there are locks and dams, there's hydroelectric power, there's shipping with cranes and exhibits. There are, there's even a giant waterfall pour, pouring off a glacier that's uh, about 12 feet high that's pouring down into the water table. We just saw the entire water table um, built and constructed down in the company that's doing it down in Columbus, Ohio. A couple of people went from the museum to visit it and see how it was doing. And they're now packing it up and shipping it here and it will be installed here at the new Sloan Museum in about the next month. Wow. Oh, that is so exciting. Even as adults, that's a really cool thing to see oh, like, how I, yeah, deep the water is. Yeah, science is really are. cool. So my, the big question I have for you, Todd, sure. is... Um, I know this has been a controversy for a while now. Is Pluto still a planet? <laughs> okay, Jay. Well, you are asking an astronomer, and then I'm going to give you the astronomer's answer, which is no. And you're not going to like it, right? Well, my my wife no, my wife loves Pluto, and uh, but I, I said no, it's not a planet anymore. I have the correct answer. No, it is a dog at Walt Disney World. No, well, that too. No, this is a, yeah, it's a planetoid. So oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I know yeah, right the, now. The reason, Go ahead. I can give you the reason astronomers demoted Pluto, which is the fact that we're finding lots and lots of other stuff out there near Pluto that is Pluto's size or larger. So if we included Pluto as a planet, we'd have to include Sedna and Quarar mm -hmm. and yeah. Makibaki and a whole bunch of other objects that are out there that are around Pluto's size. You wouldn't have nine planets. You'd have 22. Yeah. Yep. Well, you never know what child you might actually spark their interest in something like this just by talking about that and having mm -hmm. the museum there to look at it and the planetarium. The planetarium is very cool. Oh, yeah. I do love that. One of the very few in the oh, country. Oh, yeah. We, we, we love Longway. It's the, you know, the largest planetarium in the state. It's also the most technologically up-to-date. We uh, redid Longway about, uh, I guess it was five to six years ago. Uh, totally um, redid all the content and the uh, technology that's in there. And so now it's almost more like a virtual reality theater when you walk in. You can walk into that space. And, of course, we do things on stars and planets, but we also show some natural science films that are more like IMAX content. And uh, it's really a great, versatile space. And if you haven't seen it in a while, come on out to Longway and check it out. Well, I do love that. That's right there in our own backyard. And I know it used to be the planetarium when they had like the little ball in the middle, but that's no longer – That's that was considered the planetarium. Wasn't that particular little mechanism? Yeah, the, the – uh, yeah, the, the original planetarium um, back in 1958 had what was called a Spitz B projector. Right. It was this 
great bug-looking monstrosity uh, hanging by aircraft cables in the middle of the room, and that's what projected the stars. That was there for a long time until they switched to digital uh, back, I think it was uh, around 2001, 2002, but now we even put in a new digital system that's uh, much higher resolution with extremely high resolution graphics across the whole dome. So that's what produces the star field now. Uh, the advantage we have over the old projector is that the star field isn't fixed. We can fly you through the solar system and what? out into the galaxy oh, really, and out yeah. among the stars. Oh, I got to go. Yeah. Basically one big, huge 3D model that we can fly through. The entire universe. Oh, that sounds exciting. The cool thing about this is back when he only had the, the older one, we were only one of three in the whole country. So for Flint, Michigan to have one of these is so That's cool. That's fantastic. I, I know. know. Yeah, because I believe the Hayden oh, Planetarium yeah. has it. When yeah. we were in New York, they have that. So yeah, it's, but it's Flint, fantastic. Michigan. I know it's yeah, so cool. It's so it's very cool. And now that uh, it's you know, more advanced, we can fly through the sky. I'm going to be doing that. Yep. As a matter of fact, I bought, bought like to put the name in the back of one of the seats there at the planetarium. I haven't seen it yet, but I bought it a couple of years ago. So I have oh, to get back. Oh, it's there. I've seen your black. You have? You're going to show me where it's yes, located. Awesome. Cool. Oh, yeah. They're on the back of the seats. Uh, you kind of have to turn the lights up in the theater a little bit to be able to read them well. Because yeah. normally in the planetarium, we keep nice and dark, but it's there. I just wanted to donate to it, guys, because I know it's such a great thing to have for the family. And I know you had Pink Floyd there one night. That oh. was a really big poll, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Our, our uh, music kind of laser light shows are uh, still extremely popular, um, you know, whether it's Pink Floyd or Queen or some of the other ones that oh. we do on the holidays. Uh, those uh, those remain incredibly popular. And in fact, uh, we're thinking about producing another one in-house. So if uh, your listeners have any ideas, have them send us to us. So what kind of genre of music they'd like to see in the planetarium. Oh, that's a good idea. So is there an email they can send that to or is it something on the website they can make a suggestion? Sure, you can actually send that to Longway uh, at sloanlongway.org, and that should get to us. Awesome. Well, I know this museum is going to be so wonderful. What's the date we can expect that to be opening? So July 16th, 2022, this, this July is our opening date for the new Sloan Museum of Discovery. Wow. And so, as I mentioned, twice as large, filled with all new exhibits. It's going to be just an incredible resource for the whole community. And one of the nice things is, because of the arts and culture millage that was passed back in 2018, admission to Sloan for Genesee County residents will be free. They what? will be able to get into the museum for free. No, wow. don't, no ticket price if you're a Genesee County resident. So that's going to be a, just an awesome thing that to make sure that everybody knows that and it's here is it a resource and it's not even going to cost you anything if you're a Genesee County resident. Wow, that's huge. I knew that it was for a short time when they were um, at the Colton Center Mall, but I didn't think that was going to continue on. We had this brand new facility, so that's a really good thing to hear. That's wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know where I'm going to bring my kids to be babysitting. I'm going to babysit my grandkids <laughs> over there. It's going to keep them busy. Now, right now, until it opens, which July 16th is right around the corner. It's going to be here before you know it. But if you do want to to go and see the Sloan Museum right now. It's at the Cortland Center Mall. And you have Hot Wheels. Didn't that just come in? Yes, we do. We have the Hot Wheels Race to Win exhibit over there. And this exhibit's proven really popular because it just, it's very cross-generational. I mean, yes, the kids love playing with the Hot Wheels cars, but then the parents go in and they get nostalgia about what they're, you know, mm -hmm. what they played with as a kid. And there are even real-size race cars in here that you can kind of compare the die-cast models to and Lots of hands-on exhibits like you, you know, get to pretend that you're a race team, changing tires and filling fluids on a car as it's racing around, get to design your own cars and race them down tracks. So it's really got something for everything, everybody, and it really ties in well 
with our um, historical exhibit sure. of cars that's also over there at Cortland. So, you know, you got something for your grandparents, too, to go back and look at. Hey, I remember that 1956 yeah. that I bought. <laughs> and they got one of those. Those cars are awesome to look at over there. They're like mint condition. They're so beautiful to look at. And you even have like an old bicycle with a great big wheel up front that kids can get on and pedal that. So you have all kinds of transportation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, one of the, one of the things that we realized in designing the new museum, Stephanie, was that you know, people really enjoyed those hands-on components, whether it was the big wheel bicycle or the engine you could crank in the old museum or several other. So the new museum is much more hands-on and interactive. We still have artifacts, so we still have items from Flint Genesee County history, but scattered among them, we have different interactive exhibits that we've designed, uh, even in the history galleries. So it should be a great experience for everybody that comes on down. It is. I know. I enjoy it, too. Like you said, the grandparents can look at the cars and the grandkids can play in the uh, little play area there and the parents can get a break. <laughs> they can sit and relax <laughs> in those comfortable chairs you have. <laughs> That's all good. Yes. Now, just to clarify, I know it's free to get into play in the playground in the back, but it's only $3 for the exhibit when you have that, like for the Hot Wheels exhibit. That's $3 for the um, people in right. Genesee County, right? Those, those traveling exhibits that uh, tour through the country that we bring in over at Cortland, and eventually we will bring some of those into the new Sloan as well. But yes, those are uh, minimal charge just because they cost us quite a bit of money to bring sure. in. But uh, yes, as you said, for Genesee County residents, again, it's only $3 to come into the Hot Wheels exhibit. Yeah. So that is a, uh, you know, just a really, really low for a whole afternoon of fun. Oh my gosh, you can't even get into a movie for that cheap. That's great, right. I know. Well, I know I had the pleasure of sitting next to you too and we were at another event for the Flint Institute of Music and everyone, I noticed that they all ask you, are you going to bring back the Titanic exhibit? That must have been one of your biggest uh, polls, wasn't it? <laughs> well, actually, um, we may someday, we do not do not have a date or, or a booking for it, but that was one of the most popular exhibits that we ever held in the old Sloan Museum. Yes. And one of the challenges with that exhibit uh, in the old Sloan was it was supposed to travel with a replica of the grand staircase in the Titanic that was 18 feet high. Well, the old Sloan only had 12 foot high ceilings. We couldn't take it. We had to settle for a mural of the grand staircase. Now, if we bring Titanic back or any of those big exhibits like dinosaurs or everything else, we have 20 foot, foot high roofs in the new Sloan so we can take anything. Uh, any from any place in the world. Well, the thing that I loved about that, I mean, everybody loves the Titanic. They're asking about it all the time, I know. But I learned so much. You think you know everything about the Titanic. Yeah, that, that was a beloved <laughs> exhibit. And just, uh, you know, one of the coolest aspects of that was you got a card when you went in and you were assigned as a passenger of the Titanic. And at the very end, you find out whether you lived or died. You know, that was, that's a pretty sobering moment when you realize, ooh, my goodness, well, you know, what happened to my right. character? Um, we get to the end of the exhibit, so... But we'll have lots of great exhibits at the new Sloan. And everybody asks me, are we bringing Titanic back? Uh, I can say maybe someday. Keep well, keep your ears peeled. No date right now. I think it was great that we even had the chance to have it here in the past. And when I learned one thing, there was a friend of mine that worked on the exhibit and things putting out. And he said there was a leather case that was filled with different perfumes that one of the salesmen had been on board with that. And he said when he opened it up, he could still smell the perfume. Think about that. That's been under the ocean yeah. for how many years? And it come out, he could still smell the perfume. I thought that was awesome. That is cool. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. A lot of those bottles were, you know, well enough sealed that they still have the original contents in. And I bought uh, Just, you know, just an amazing part of that exhibit. And, you know, I just found out too, Stephanie, you probably saw this in the news. They just found the Endurance, which was the uh, Antarctic expedition of Shackleton. And, uh, you know, who knows? 
Maybe Ooh, there'll wow. be an exhibit on the endurance. Yeah, that would be super cool. Yep, I just read about that. Yeah, and I love the fact that your gift shop had things you could buy and take home to remember that. I still have some glasses that I bought that look like the replica from the Titanic, and you just you go over and beyond. You've hired some met, some um, actors to like walk around, and they're portraying some of the actors that were on board. And what's so interesting is you might have been a very rich passenger, but you died, or you could have been a, a poor passenger, but you survived. And those right. are true stories. So that was so interesting. You guys yeah, just make it interesting. This is a living were better if you were on the first class section oh uh, yeah on the third class <laughs> yeah you weren't locked below but no that's awesome i look forward to seeing the new facilities i had a chance to tour it before it was all completed but it's just going to be amazing i cannot believe it's free for genesee county residents i'm just loving that part of it yeah yeah and that's all thanks to the arts and culture millage that was passed back in 2018 that's a 10-year millage and so we really appreciate the fact that it's been able to expand access for so many people to the Sloan Museum, but, you know, also to institutions like the FIA and other cultural institutions around Genesee County. So, uh, you know, it really is a great benefit for everybody. And we're, we're just so happy that, you know, that we don't have to worry about if you've got enough money to come or not. Uh, instead, everybody's welcome. Well, now that we get in for free like that, I have some extra money to donate. And I just got my head of my taxes done and I had to pay in. I thought, wait a minute, I paid a lot of taxes already. It's because if I would have given more donations, I wouldn't have given it to the government, but to the donations. So now you're going to be getting my donations and I want to buy something else to help show my support for you guys and donate that again. So give us that website one more time so we can donate. Sure. The, the main site is patronicity.com slash Sloan. So that is a crowdfunding site. Or you can just go to our sloanlongway.org site and you can find a link to it there. Awesome. Todd, I know you're a busy man. I sure thank you for taking time to talk to us and give us this wonderful, value, invaluable information. It's just wonderful. Do you have any more questions, Jay, for him? I'm trying to think of some really good scientifically based questions. But <laughs> you're going to put them on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I'm good. Is there anything else you want to share with us, Todd? It's fine, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else? One, one of the nice things is that you will learn in museums, always admit when you don't know something. So, oh, yeah. hey, I can always just say, no, nope, I don't know that one, but I'll look it up for you. Because, yep. uh, you know, we, we try to know as much as we can, but not everybody can know everything in the world. Well, I know you had so many archives in the basement that you want to keep them intact and you're bringing them up. I like the first ladies' dresses. That was always so cool to see that on display. So now you have a lot more room to display those things, and it's going to be wonderful to come in and check everything out. Yeah, we do. We have more rooms to display those items, and we have more room to store new items too in the new Sloan. That was one of our other big challenges is right. that we were running out of room. People would often offer us stuff for um, a, as a donation or something that related to Flint and Genesee County history, which is what we collect. And sometimes we wouldn't be able to take to it because uh, take it because we were just out of space. Right. Now we have some more room to be able to store items like that. Keep collecting stories of Flint and Genesee County history. So uh, if you have something that's got a great story attached to it, Look us up. Uh, there's a spot on our website too to talk to look at uh, donating items if you are interested in donating a, donating a historical item to Sloan as well. That's what I wanted to ask you. So perfect. Thank you for that because I know people do have some really cool things you might want to be interested in, especially like estate sales. You can find some cool stuff too. So yeah. good to know. So even <laughs> yeah, they buy something, know. you don't know. Yeah. So awesome. Well, we're going to help you, and you're helping us in the meantime. So I love it. So Todd Slisher, he's CEO, Executive Director of Slow Museum and Longway Planetarium. Thank you so much. He's the Executive Director taking time to talk to us, and we really appreciate your time today, Todd. Oh, thanks a lot, Stephanie and Jay. I really appreciate it. Uh, great to be able to chat with you a little bit more here. Looking forward to seeing everybody at the new 
Sloan Museum of Discovery when it opens up in July. Well, I'll be there for sure. I'll be doing Yeah, all good. Yeah. We'll bring the whole group. So yeah, let us know. This if there's anything else you're doing there, just let us know. We'll put you back on so we can get it out there for the public, okay? Sounds good. Thanks, Todd. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Now you can follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, wherever you might listen to your podcast. Yep. They're everywhere. So thank you for listening each and every week. We always we do this. We try to bring you interesting things, just like with Todd with this new museum opening. Free things, wonderful things that'll help you out. So thank you for listening and stay safe. You've been listening to On the Road with the MTA. For more information on our services and community outreach, visit us online anytime at www.mtaflint.org. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The MTA, your community, your connection, your way.